0: Good morning, everyone! Merry Christmas! You're tuned into the Buccaneers podcast. I'm your host, Tampa Stone, to get our very special Christmas edition of the show today. I hope you all are having a blessed holiday weekend. I hope that your days are great. I hope you're spending time with some family, friends, or loved ones, and doing the things that you guys love most: watching some football, enjoying some good food. I mean, this weekend, Thursday to Sunday, folks. Is absolutely loaded in sports, especially football. It's dominated by the NFL. You got college bowl games sprinkled in as well. You got NBA action, Christmas Day, and all that good stuff. So nonetheless, we're here for our special Christmas edition episode. Um, We're not live, but we are coming at you on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So we got Stunna in the building. We got our buddy Katz in the building, so this should be a fun one. We got um, a couple things to talk about in today's show. We're going to start off by going over favorite Bucks moments from the past calendar year. Obviously, a lot of good, a handful of bad, and everything else in between, so that'll be a fun one. We got one thing on your wish list for the Bucks in this uh, upcoming stretch of the regular season and playoffs. We got One favorite and one least favorite Carolina memory over the years of being rivals with them in the NFC South. We got favorite Christmas or holiday movie, favorite Christmas or holiday song, favorite Christmas or holiday food or snack. And then score predictions for Saturday, the big day, Christmas, uh, Cleveland at Green Bay, Indiana or Indianapolis at Arizona. And then we got the Camellia Bowl as well, Ball State, Georgia State. So, that's going to be a fun day. Obviously, we got all the holidays as well. It's not just a Christmas. We got Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and everything good in between going on. So whatever you guys celebrate or have celebrated so far, we hope it's going fan-fucking-tastic this year. Um, I know I've been blessed so far. It's, it, it, it's been a really good December. I've been to Tampa. I got to see Stunna. Got to hang out. Got to see a Bucks-Bills win now. These next couple days, I'm going to be spending time with my family. Without further ado, we'll welcome in the crew now. First off, Stunna. Stunna, how the hell are you? Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, sir. We got Stunna Claus in the building. Cats, how are you, my friend? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Um, I hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, been a while.
1: Thank you. Yes, I can't complain too much, certainly. Happy holidays to everybody out there.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, that that's the thing here. We, we, we celebrate all the holidays, so happy holidays to you all. Um, this is going to be a cool, fun little show. It's not going to be the world's longest show. Uh, we are busy, guys. This week, this weekend, everyone's had a long, little sluggish work year. Uh, I'm sure we could put that behind us. So, nonetheless... Um, We've been better as Bucks people, Bucks podcasters, but we're kind of gonna, you know, we're, we'll briefly talk about the current Bucks, but we're gonna save that for Tuesday. We will be live Tuesday in a live post game show Tuesday night, um, coming at you with our thoughts live from the Carolina game. Hopefully it's good thoughts and not bad thoughts after that one, but the way this is going um you know it looks like we've been on the damn naughty list with the covid and the injuries running rampant. But nonetheless, given the recent bad times we have had a hell of a past calendar year. Um I we'll, we'll go with the past 18 months honestly, guys. It's been incredible. It's been Big moment after big moment, not only on the field, but off the field. We have signed veterans that we could only dream of years ago, no matter their current status. Thinking of guys like LaShawn McCoy last year, Le'Veon Bell this year, Rob Gronkowski, Jason Pierre Paul, over the past handful of seasons, they're all Bucks now. At one point, that was unimaginable, even in Dominic and Sue coming over the same year as Bruce Arians did. I mean, we've just been truly blessed off the field and on the field. We got a Super Bowl ring and we're 10-4. and four. We could win the first uh, division title of ours for over a decade now in the NFC South. All we got to do is win one more to get there. The only thing that could have been nicer is beating the Saints one of these times. But those Dirty Birds got the best of us. How ironic the Dirty Birds are no longer the Falcons. But anyways, um, favorite Bucks moment from the past calendar year. One thing that we just look back on and we're like, man... I love that that happened. Cats, we'll start with you here. What can you look past the past year? What can you look on and say, "Damn, that was my favorite moment, whether it's been a signing, a trade, um, uh, winning a big game, a big play of a game, what excited you? Uh,
1: When it was clear that that Super Bowl uh, win had been decided and Antoine Winfield went like that, that, my favorite moment. That was incredible.
0: That that yeah. was incredible. It feels like yesterday, doesn't it?
1: No, it wasn't that long ago. It was the same calendar year. 8 eight ten months I don't know. I lost track. Yeah, ten months ago. I mean, shouldn't say no uh, There there's a lot of moments, but that moment always gonna is iconic to me.
0: Very iconic moment and uh very incredible moment. So I, I think that's one that Bucks fans will forever remember. It's kinda like from our first Super Bowl, I'll always remember the Gatorade getting poured on Gruden as he's pumping his fist on the sideline going, yeah, yeah, we're champions. Um, you know, those things last forever, and I don't think anyone will ever forget the deuces that's on T-shirts and merchandise. Now, Stunna, are you going with a play or a moment like Cats did, or are you going with a game, you going with a signing, where are you headed, my friend?
2: Oh, uh, uh, it was, you know, it's about a tie for me for three moments. You would look at the Chicago game where we made all their fans sit on their hands. That was pretty amazing. You know, being a longtime Bucs fan and being a witness that. But there were some great plays that also sparked me, like the overtime play to Perryman or the fake to Gronk in Atlanta. That were really memorable, but that was more memorable because I was there live, although I was there live to watch Chicago get down. You know. But it was just really great to see them have absolutely nothing for us. And that was just an awesome moment being a long time Bucs fan and a long time Chicago Bears fan.
0: So you're going with the Bears whomping and the Paramount moment, you would say?
2: Yeah, and the Gronk fade in Atlanta was also an awesome moment, man. We got that fade. That's how to put it away. Yeah, it's really special. Yeah, and especially so, because because we invaded their 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 stadium, right? You know, and uh, we really kind of and and I wish I told people you got to wear orange because you really can't tell who the Bucks fans are because the color scheme is so simple. But if we would have wore orange, we would have really stuck out. Plus, a it, bunch of their fans had a band in their team. It was a bunch of different seats, kind of like it used to be with the Bucks back
0: in the day. And you've seen it in Tampa when we were at that Bucks bills game together. There was a lot of red Bills jerseys, so it was hard to technically right. tell some fandom. And I think you're exactly right. Um, hopefully, next time people get the memo creamsicles in the ATL. But, man, that Paraman moment, I could hit home on that one because I was at that game. We were there together that thing was awesome, man. I, i I never felt that type of um, atmosphere in Raymond James stadium from a game that I've been at before. Um, you know, it's hard for me to get to games, So to be able to get to experience that moment and that big of a game, it felt like a playoff game to see BP running down the sideline. And then I love how the ball boy just ran and I love how the ball boy just ran and um, went to pick up the ball and just scrambled back. So, it was really fun to see. It was uh, fun to watch that moment indeed. Forever thankful for Burchard Merriman Perriman to be able to deliver that moment live for us. And then, yeah, that Gronk fade, tremendous. A um, couple of great moments there for sure. So if I had to choose one thing, Katz chose um, a moment after a play with the peace sign. Stunner chose a couple of great plays. So I guess I'll choose a game. I'm going to be different and choose a game. Take me back to last year, day after Christmas, December 26th, Saturday, we play the Detroit Lions. It's to uh, clinch the playoffs. You know, that moment, no one ever doubted that game. That's for damn sure. But (laughs) the moment we won, the moment we officially won, the moment that the announcers were able to say your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the playoffs, it was just so much excitement, so much joy. Like, I literally was tearing up that day. I popped champagne. It, you know, when, when you go over a decade long without feeling that, without that moment, get into the playoffs and you invest as much as Kat, Stunna and myself and the rest of the Bucketeers, Cody and Bucko do into our team. When your team succeeds, man, it's like watching a brother do good. It's like watching, um, you know, family do good, friends do good. It's just one of the best damn feelings in the world. So that That's my thing when we officially clinched playoff berth last year. I was just on top of the world. So, fellas, moving on here. One thing on your wish list for the Bucks for this coming season, we talked about the past calendar year. Now we're going to talk about the present this year or perhaps the future. One thing on your wish list for the Bucs this year, Cats will start with you here. What do you wish to see or what do you hope for or who do you hope for perhaps out of the Bucks the remainder of the 2021 year and the start of the 2022 year?
1: No more injuries. No more serious injuries anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, what, we lost Pat O'Connor, we lost Levante David, and people might say, oh, Pat O'Connor, he's actually your best special teamer, so injuries like that add up. So we lost O'Connor, we lost Levante, we lost Godwin, we lost Fournette, we lost Mike Evans. Man, that was gruesome. Which of those um, are, are you most sad to see?
1: Godwin because he's not coming back this year looks like knock on wood the 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 rest of them should be at some point uh, but the Godwin injury is just brutal to see um, you know finding out he's such an important player uh, for this team in so many ways it's a great person as well off the field everybody says that um, it's not just lip service so that was just a brutal it's just a brutal injury when I saw it live I thought well that, it's not how his leg is supposed to bend. And then I saw him jogging on the sideline. Uh, you know, it might be all right. You never know. We'll have to wait. It might be okay. And then finding out when I saw he's out for the season, my my heart just sunk. So my best, my heart goes out to him, certainly, in his recovery. You know, he'll be missed sorely. Um, I'm looking forward to getting A.B. Uh, back out there on the field, though I do think he's going to be a, could potentially be a major difference maker for us and not only helping fill the role, he can't fill Godwin's shoes, but in helping this team going forward.
0: Yeah, you certainly can't fill Godwin's shoes at all. But like you, at least we do have A B, and then you know at least he hasn't been great elsewhere. But at least we do have a guy like Perriman, got someone familiar with the system, someone um, you know who's going to be ready to play. We've seen him pay off already, although he only had one catch. So I agree with you. Injuries are key to stay healthy the rest of the year. We can't afford any more injuries. Um, that's for sure. So. Let's hope your wish list item comes true, my friend Stunna. What say you? Are you like cats and wishing for health, or is there something else that you're wishing for?
2: Yeah, I'd say health, and I'd say uh, I wish we could uh, go back, to, or I wish we could, if not go back to, or finally see us dominate at the line of I want to see the Bucks stop the run and run the football. Those are two things I would like
1: to see.
0: Yeah, so you want to see us um, get back to running the football, go back in time, is what you're saying, and replicate it how we how we used to.
2: Basically, just be more physical.
0: Yeah, absolutely. More physical, more aggressive ball team. Going more forward. more physicality for sure. That 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 would be nice to see out of the Bucks team, kind of like the old days. And then, um, I guess we're on me for the wish list for uh, what I wish out of the Bucks. I hope for, um, hmm, this is tough. Um, um, what I hope for, I wish for another ring. Obviously I wish for gold. I wish for more gold on our finger. I hope that we, I I know that's an easy thing to wish for. I know people are going to say, Oh, you're, you're being really plain right there, but you know, two rings back-to-back years, you know, when you see the Lightning do it and you know it's possible, why not? Why not? Um, I know it's really hard. It's extremely hard. And uh, Katz is a big um, fan of saying, yeah, it's it's really hard to repeat. And we've seen how hard it is in hockey. The Lightning did it in less than 300 days uh, to repeat. You know, the Bucks are getting unhealthy right now, but never say never. So um, that's what I hope for is another fat ring. And then that would be three in our lifetime. And honestly, we'd be blessed to see three Super Bowls in our lifetime because we know some some fans never see one, you know, especially two, let alone one. So, um, that's what I'm,
2: How many teams have three or more uh, Super Bowls?
1: Not many. Hmm. Yeah. Six, seven maybe teams? I don't know, about six or seven. I'm thinking off the top of my head. Right. I'd say around the fourth of the league is a
0: pretty good number. That, oh, uh,
2: yeah.
0: So that's ourselves in that
2: category. then.
0: Yeah. that That's elite level status right there. If we win another one, that'd be incredible. Even too hard to come by, but three is done. said that something we'll have to look up and uh, get back to you on, but, um, what still
1: amazes me, I got to tell you, this is someone who's grown up here and rooted for the Bucs for so long. Um, the Dolphins obviously preceded us, and we're always at the top. To have the same amount of Super Bowl rings as the Dolphins, a team that once went undefeated, to actually have equaled them, to me, is something I always, you know, sometimes got to do a double take when I see that. So it actually surpassed them, not singling out the Dolphins, but that would that's something to me, that we even have the same amount of rings as they do. Um, just when it happened last year, I was like, "Wow, well, the Dolphins only have two. I was I had only two, but I was surprised. So yeah, three or more. I don't know how many either. Look. I'm going to have to look it up later though. No one in our division. Tell you that it's, Especially with, um,
0: especially given the fact that, like you said, it's usually the historic franchises that you look at winning all that. And, uh, Miami, they had all those chances with Dan Marino. And even a team like Buffalo, you look at them, they went to four in a row and lost four in a row. Some of these historic teams couldn't even scrap up one ring. You know, we were able to do it in one year of our quote-unquote franchise now. Um, You know, pretty incredible. The
1: Chargers really is the one that have never won any. Uh, I don't know if they won an AFL title. I don't think they ever won anything. And they've had multiple Hall of Fame quarterbacks, you know, from Fouts to Breeze, uh, Rivers, and well, Herbert's early, but he looks like he's the real deal. They made it with Humphreys, of all people. And I'm probably forgetting a, a Charger quarterback. So, you know, look at teams. So often you say, we need a, a franchise quarterback. And there's a team that's had at least four or five Hall of Famers or to be Hall of Famers, and it somehow never won one. So, which goes to show a lot of time at times it's about timing and having. Multiple, the whole league decided that Tom Brady wasn't good enough for them, and the Bucs decided better of that. So I'm grateful for that, eternally grateful. Yeah, thank the and the
2: rest of the to Tom
1: Brady, huh? Man, uh, it, you know, it, it's still – I was talking with someone the other day, and I said, you know, it really is something. How many teams decided that Tom Brady wasn't good enough for them? I, I mean, I guess we know the 49ers especially he wanted to be there. Uh, They're good football team. You know, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago with with Jimmy uh, Garoppolo and their playoff contending team now, maybe our future opponent, who knows? But the fact that they actually had Brady Brady wanting to go there and they said no, which further gave us the opportunity for him to fall into our laps. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, that is much appreciated there. So um y- you don't get a goat falling into the laps often, you know, especially one like Brady who's still playing at high-level football. You know, even MJ, you went to Washington, but he took a year off and whatnot, never really looked the same. Brady picked up right where he left off. Moving right along here, fellas. Um, if you have both, that's cool. If not, just give us your favorite or least favorite memory against the Panthers over the years or division rivals. Stunna, we'll start with you. Favorite and least favorite, or if you just have one favorite or least favorite, that's cool too. What, what do you got against the Cats?
2: Well, my favorite was when Double A Adams, our current safety, picked uh, Cam Newton off three times. That was definitely my favorite. And then my least favorite moment was when uh, Mike Allstott hit Jerry Vickis in the back of the knee and hurt his neck and hurt Jerry We lost two of our best players. So. uh, I definitely could think of some games against Carolina that, you know, they've really played dirty and hurt our players. I really hated them for a long time for that. But I'm glad to see we finally got the upper hand. And I really look forward to Sunday.
0: Yeah, we – I, I think we beat him up Sunday, but who knows? That would be nice. Yeah, I remember um that three interception game like yesterday and then that elstad Jervicious man, that's just tragic, especially when you lose two guys like that in uh, the snap of a finger. So I, I, I think that's bad memories around right there. Cats, what's say you, my friend? Um what's one favorite memory and one least favorite memory against the Carolina Panthers?
1: Yeah, it feels like it's been a lot of, you know, not a lot of games that have really elicit much, but I'm with, I got to go back to, it's the same game was referencing, actually. Yeah, that play happened in that game. And yeah, that, that was defending the first Super Bowl title in the home opener after winning in Philly and having the extra point blocked on what would have won the game and losing that game. And then we know the rest of that season didn't play out well. That is my least favorite when it comes to playing that team. And that was a... That was a very, very, very physical Carolina team. Um, Julius Peppers, Brenston Buckner, and um, oh gosh, I can't, I can't, you know, some of the names. And they had Steve Smith and Jake Jake He especially annoyed me because he just flung the ball up and always seemed to get caught. But those were some tough, that was a brutal game. And best memory, i got to go the year before that, when they went into Carolina and kicked four field goals and won with Rob Johnson playing quarterback. It was a big game in the Bucks' first Super two- Super Bowl title run to win a, g- <clears throat> Excuse me, win a game with Rob Johnson at quarterback uh, and kicking four field goals. That was a big win. And yeah, since then, it's just been a lot of not much for me. There's a couple games in there, like, you know, us winning in overtime when Freeman threw a touchdown to Dallas Clark, Uh rare walk-off overtime touchdown for us. That was a good memory. And he had some other bad ones, like the game in London was really lousy. You know, got up early for the, that for that, to watch that, so... I don't remember much over the years with them
0: that is um yeah i there, there's me- memories with these NFC self teams but you think about it with carolina and it's um I feel like there's not a handful of uh particular bright memories for you know better or for worse against them I feel like I just remember a lot more good or at least um highlight worth plays against you know the saints or Falcons although we have produced Stars against Carolina. This one didn't come in a great game. We we actually ended up losing this game against Carolina, and it was in the midst of our slump. But the original A.B. on the Bucs, Antonio Bryant, one-handed touchdown catch on Monday Night Football. We were trying to come back that game. We were trying to play pepper football that game. Um, that was in the midst of uh, choking that year, actually losing four in a row and resulting in not making the playoffs. But that Antonio Bryant one-handed touchdown grab was incredible on a Monday night game. Again, we ended up losing. But that memory, was it just sticks out to me. Such a great touchdown catch. One-handed boom keeps us in that game right there. So that's probably one memory that sticks bright to me. I guess my favorite. And then least favorite, I would say, was when um, we played them in London a couple years back. It was an early football game, early kickoff. And we just got destroyed. Jameis is throwing picks left and right uh you know it it was just one of those things that never sat well I had a buddy over for that game and we were supposed to um or I, I thought we'd win that game but we just got our butts kicked in 2019 and uh it was just one of the games of 2019 that um was one that was quick out of memory as we looked to turn the corner after that and uh it was a year back and forth, but that always put a bad taste in my mouth that year, and really for London games in general. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We just never – it's hit or miss over there. We never seem to play too well over there, and especially that game against Carolina. We surely damned in it. So, those are my favorite and least favorite memories against Carolina. Fellas, Um, we're getting into the, some of the fun here. And then we're going to end with score predictions. Once again, you guys are tuned into the Bucketeers holiday Christmas edition episode of the podcast. Cats, Stunna, and Tampa Tones in the building. Uh, we got a couple couple things left here we're going to go over. Nothing too crazy. But favorite holiday movie or Christmas movie or movie that's come out this time of year? Cats, we'll start with you. Do you have a particular movie this time of year that you mm. enjoy more than others?
1: Uh, I enjoy Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Always have.
0: Yeah, and why
1: why do you like that one? Any particular reason? Yeah, I just love the Griswolds. It's just hilarious, man. It, uh, I mean, now Lampoon's Vacation, now Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It keeps me laughing. It's, it's, it's you can't beat it. I
0: agree. I like that movie a lot. It's a classic. I think it's in a lot of people's um, classics. Guys, go watch it if you have not yet. Stunna, what say you? What's your favorite Christmas movie or holiday movie or movie? that's come out this time of season.
2: I like uh, Christmas Carol. I either like it with uh, Scrooge McDuck or with uh, the movie Scrooge with Bill Murray. It's another one I like. It's a version of Christmas Carol. Like a more modern version, at least in the 80s. So those like, are my favorite ones.
0: I like both of those. I've seen uh, Scrooge and, I've, you know, there's so many various versions of those so you got to make sure you're watching the right one there fellas bill murray Stunner says um that one will do you right and then christmas carol um so far we got christmas vacation christmas carol and scrooge i'm going with one that is uh with Nicolas cage the family man it's uh you know Mm -hmm. about time of year i don't know if you guys have seen it but it's a guy who really thinks he has a whole world in his hands And then, um, you know, he be careful what you wish for, bites off more than he could choose, wakes up one day, whole different world he's living in, and then uh, has to figure out life there on out. So I don't want to ruin it just in case people end up watching it over this weekend. So you got Christmas Vacation, Christmas Carol, Scrooge, A Family Man. Those are the Bucketeers' choices of movies. From movies to
2: Miracle on 34th Street also is a good one.
1: Oh, Miracle on
0: 34th Street, that's a good
1: one. Um, and I'll add another one. Um, I actually, I love Muppet Christmas. A Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, Muppet I
0: Christmas. I love the Muppets.
1: I have a lot of, I've collected Muppets over the years, believe it or not. So uh, I've enjoyed their movies. I haven't watched that one in a very long time. But um, Muppet Christmas Carol is, is is a good film.
0: That's a fun one, man. Uh, Sun yeah. and Miracle on 34th. That's a good one, too.
2: Yeah, Muppets was the best show on TV for a long time.
0: It was a great show. It really was. Yeah, I almost feel like growing up, you get ripped off on TV because you got all this junk nowadays. And yeah. you re- really have to tune it back. All these movies or films, you know, they're not ancient, but they're good ones. Miracle on 34th, you know, you, Muppets, Christmas, uh, Family Man, uh, Christmas Carol Scrooge. You youngins out there, go enjoy these flicks, films they're they're good ones uh from from the movies to the music favorite christmas song i I'll, I'll start with this one or holiday song or whatever song this time of year i like oh holy night um it's just one of those that uh puts me you know put put some perspective in my life um makes me appreciate the little things a little bit better and uh i don't know it just brings joy to my heart this time of year for whatever reason is uh, freaking cliche as that sounds. I know every jackass is saying that right now, but Holy Night, oh Holy Night, that's really one of my favorites. And uh, the specific version by Nat King Cole, he just has a beautiful voice from the '60s. So um, I enjoy Holy Night. Uh, Stenna, what's a your favorite holiday or Christmas song if you have one?
2: Uh, a Pum Pum is a song. I don't know. Little drummer name. boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yep. I like that song. I like Joy to the World, and uh, there's one. I don't know, you know, the words to it, but uh, those are my three favorites.
0: Carol is something, Carol the Halls or Carol the Bells. I think that last. That one was going to be right.
1: mine. Carol the Bells by Trans Siberian Orchestra, and that, there it that's is. my. Yeah, and that is my favorite one. If I had to pick one.
0: That one's awesome because just about any house that does those cool lights, I feel like that song lines up so good because it's like, you know, it's in all those commercials. They do concerts surrounding that stuff. So I love that song, man. You know, it intensifies the Christmas day, I feel like, you know, or the holiday season, whatever it might be. So good ones there, fellas. Go listen to it. Joy to the World, uh, Carol of the Bells, or um, Oh, Holy Night. Um, all good ones there. Moving on from the music and movies to the foods and snacks before we get into our score predictions and close out here, fellas. Katz, will start with you here. Favorite Christmas food or favorite snack this holiday season? Uh, what do you like this time of year?
1: Uh, I like turkey, same as Thanksgiving. I really like turkey. Um, snack, I enjoy the little hard deli peppermint bark. Uh, oh, yeah. things it's chocolate little they're usually snowman they're snowman shaped things peppermint and chocolate i enjoy those
0: those are mouth-watering my mouth is watering right now i could use a plate of turkey uh and then i could use some of those nice little peppermint bark chocolates stunna you you sticking with the turkey and the peppermint bark or you, you had it in different directions
2: i'm a little different direction uh it's just like you know I agree that the food is just like Thanksgiving. It's kind of same choice. And upset for um Christmas you get more like candy cane or peppermint style, you know, tasty treats. But to me the holidays is all about eating pie. You
0: know what I mean? And I
2: love pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie. I love pie on the holidays. Pie
0: is awesome. And uh real quick, there is actually a candy cane shortage right now with the pandemic. There's a mm-hmm. 25% decrease in peppermint, so um, it's been harder for people to locate the peppermint candy canes or the peppermint bark, as Kat's mentioned. It's just a peppermint shortage, so if you are a candy cane fan, run out there now before it's too late as you're disappearing pretty dang the quickly. Best,
2: let me ask, so the best thing I love is hot chocolate marshmallows stirred with a candy cane.
0: That's oh. nice. mm-hmm. That sounds good, yes. man. I might make that tonight, honestly. Mm. that sounds bomb i'm a, yes, I, yes. a a lot of people get you know turned off by this item. I like eggnog, man. I know a lot of people aren't eggnog people. i'm uh, one in the few that do like eggnog, and I don't trust me, I can't drink gallon or cup after cup i I'm not like, oh my God, this stuff's incredible. it's good. you know, give me a half little cup of eggnog um here or there and I think that's a nice little snack for me. Um not a popular one. And then favorite Christmas food on Christmas Day. Like you said, uh you know, like you guys said, it's kind of like Thanksgiving food. But if I had to choose um for me my favorite food on Christmas Day. I we're Italian so we always have some meatballs. Uh you know, we got
1: some mm-hmm.
0: some sort of meatballs or Italian beef. Both of those I'm surprised
2: things. you didn't say veal.
0: Hey, mm-hmm. um, there, there's a lot of good things you can have on Christmas, right there, and you know, or whatever holiday you celebrate. So, tons of mouthwatering things. Uh, yeah, we get we gotta make these score predictions before my stomach keeps growling now. Um, <laughs> and now I'm hungry. Um, Christmas Day, fellas, we got three football games, one college game, two NFL games, the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama, 2:30 Eastern. Ball State, Georgia State, even if you don't know much about these teams, uh, I'll go first here. I'm going to go with uh, Ball State, 27, Georgia State, 26. I think it's a Christmas Day thriller, battle of the college kids, lower score and a fair here. Ball State is giving seven points, so they're the favorite. I think Georgia State does enough where they can cover and stay competitive in this game. I think they ultimately lose the game by a point. I'm going Ball State 27 Georgia State 26 in the Camellia Bowl once again 2:30 Eastern Christmas Day. Stunna, who you going with in that? One Ball State Georgia State.
2: Oh man, I got to go with Georgia State because I love Atlanta. You know, don't know nothing about the 2T's, but I love Atlanta. Oh my goodness, the women are so friendly. It is if you ain't never been, fellas, you got to go. Atlanta is, is is one of my favorite vacation spots. So go with Georgia State just for that
0: fact. Sounds like Florida is a place – or um, Atlanta. Uh, it's a like,
2: Georgia. No, Florida is awesome too now. It's, just, I, it's a little different though. It's a little different. Uh, but uh, both places very friendly people, both places.
0: Cats, what say you? stunner has got Georgia State for his uh, Atlanta fandom because of the ladies. I got Ball State for no goddamn reason. Um, who are you rolling with and
1: why? I don't know much about either team uh, either, um, and I'm trying to remember where Ball State is. And so I'm gonna pick Ball State. Is that oh, nice yeah. in Indiana? Yeah, it's in Indiana.
2: Yeah, I think okay. Urban Meyer coached there.
1: Oh, did he? Oh, he's coached everywhere else by now. Uh, yeah, well. I don't think I'll he's going go to
2: with... coach in the NFL again.
1: <laughs> no, he's not. But he still gets. Paid. Well, he might still get paid. He might not. I guess that's a story for another day, and we won't know for a while. Um, but I'll go really. with false. Yeah. Yeah. He's I'm... gladly fired. Happy to be fired, in my opinion. I think.
0: Happy holidays but... to you, Herb, for that. Um, you know, deservingly so, as Kat said. So. We got two Ball Staters, one Georgia Stater. We'll see how that one ends up wrapping up. Once again, Camellia Bowl, 2.30 Eastern Christmas Day, Ball State, Georgia State. Next on the clock, 4.30 Eastern Christmas Day, Browns at Packers, perhaps a playoff preview. Cats, score prediction in that one.
1: Um, I like Green Bay in this game. Can be tough for Cleveland. I don't know what their COVID situation is. That so many guys out on Monday. Uh, Valiant effort came up a little short against Vegas. Uh, so they got a short week now. They got to go to Lambeau. Packers, you know, had a tough last week. You know, the Ravens pushed them all the way to the edge. Uh, you know, it wasn't an easy one for them in that particular game. This one, I see Green Bay winning fairly, fairly handily. Something in about like 31 to 17. To go with for Green Bay.
0: I can see that happening, too, the way both of these teams have been playing of late. Stunner, what's the U score prediction for Browns at Packers 430 Christmas Day?
2: I expect Green Bay to win, but because, you know, I'm just going to bet with my heart, you know, because why not? I'll go uh, Cleveland 12, Packers 9.
0: Okay. We got a Cleveland in a low-scoring game, Packers in a moderate-scoring game. Uh, you know, what the hell, I'll hope for a Christmas miracle is two. Uh I don't think it'll happen, but you never know. I'll go Cleveland 25, Green Bay 17. I don't know how Cleveland gets to 25, but it's Christmas Day. Things could happen. Um, interesting things could arise. So Cleveland 25-17. got Cleveland 12, Green Bay 9. Cats Green Bay 31, Cleveland 17. On to the nightcap of Christmas, 8-15 Eastern. A really good one on our hands. The Indianapolis Colts travel to Arizona to take on the Wheeling and Reeland Cardinals who have looked awful at home of late. They've looked bad of late losing in Detroit as well. They got shut out by Carolina at home a couple weeks back. Colts have been on a tear thanks to Jonathan Taylor. Cats, score prediction, Colts at Cardinals, who are we liking in that
1: one? Yeah, I feel like these two teams um, right now look like they're headed in opposite directions. Uh, That was a huge win for Indy last week to beat the Pats. And then, uh, yeah, two tough losses for Arizona, losing in Detroit, of course, after the tough loss short week with the Rams game. And I like Indy in this one. I'm going to go Colts. It'll be a good game, though. It should be a really good game, but I'm going to pick Indy. I'd say uh, 28-21 Colts.
0: Cats is the Colts taking down Arizona 28 21. I like that as well. Stunna, what say you um, in Colts Cardinals 8 15 Eastern?
2: Yeah, I, I don't. You remember the Cardinals uh, lost out last year and missed the playoffs. And it looks like they're going to do the same this year, unless they get their stuff together. And I don't see them getting their stuff together. So I'm going to go with Colts 27
0: and. Uh,
2: the Cardinals,
0: 17. So we got Cats going 28-21 Colts. We got Stunna going 27-17 Colts. Um, I think the Colts as well. will go 3-0 on the Colts here. I think that they're playing good football. Arizona's been a little banged up lately. They have not been playing good football. Um, I don't know what it is about Cliff Kingsbury in the second half of seasons, but it doesn't go too well. I'm going to go with uh, Colts, 34 Arizona, um, 31. I think it's a close scoring one, and I do think these teams get the best of each other's defenses, and I think that the Colts ultimately end up winning by three on the league of Money Badger, uh, Mr. Badgley. So that'll do it for the Christmas episode of Bucketeers. As we log out here, Kat, what's your one last thing to tell people?
1: Yeah, everyone, uh, you know, I hope you have a safe, uh, happy, and healthy uh, Christmas and a holiday season. Really, most importantly, enjoy it if you're with your loved ones. If you're not, regardless, please enjoy it. Uh, And as always, go Bucks! Yes, everybody. Please stay safe,
0: healthy, and enjoy it. Um, You know, very important in these times, especially stay safe, stay healthy, enjoy it, whether you're with loved ones or you're beating your own drums. So thanks for joining us, Kat. I hope you enjoy it. Stunna, um, any last words as we bounce out here? And as always, go Bucks!
2: Yeah, the holidays are always about family. Make sure you got your family and friends with you Saturday. Enjoy this game at Carolina. Remember the years we've had against them, which have been some very ugly, lapsided games. Really enjoy this time to be a Bucks fan. I mean, this is the height we ever will be. We, we just got Le'Veon Bell. Think about all the great players we have on our team right now. And the fact that we have Brady, which is a miracle in itself. Who would have thought Brady would play for the Buccaneers? Enjoy these times, family and friends. Celebrate together, and make sure that you know we really show our Bucks. Uh, you know how much we appreciate them. Every chance you get, go Tampa Bucks Nation. Represent, and uh, let's let's just keep it together in our family. And you know, all these haters just show them the rings, and hopefully, we get the three. So, go Bucks and Merry Christmas!
0: Yeah, go Bucks, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Um, all those good things, Stunna said it, Kat said it, we all said it. Go Bucks, it's been our Christmas episode or holiday episode. We on the bucketeers do appreciate you guys for joining us on this holiday weekend. On behalf of Cat Stunner and the rest of the crew, Cody G and Bucko who couldn't join us, I'm Tampa Tones. Go Bucks. We'll Hello, see you guys Thomas Tuesday night friend. for the Panthers Bucks live post-game show. You, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, uh, happy, healthy new year. On behalf of the Buccaneers, so we're creepy. out. Left it
2: while I was sleeping. And the that was planted in my brain Still remains Within the sound of silence In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath a halo of a street lamp I turned my collar to the cold. My eyes were stared by the flash of a neon light.